0: Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats guerrera Today is Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. First, a little bit of housekeeping. We still don't know if Robbie Gold is going to be able to play against the Falcons this week. So as a precaution, the team signed kicker Sam Sloman to the practice squad. According to NBC Sports Bay Area's Matt Mayoko, the Niners brought in Sam Sloman, Cody Parkey, and Ryan Santoso for tryouts. It appears Sloman won that competition. Also, the team released running back Marlon Mack, but apparently plans to sign him back to the practice squad. And also did sign defensive tackle T.Y. McGill to the practice squad. Now, let's listen to what caught my ear over the off day. Joe Staley, friend of Niners Nation, was on KMBR yesterday, and I thought he gave two very interesting answers. First, Joe said that the Niners had made an adjustment in the running game that has made a huge difference the past two weeks.
1: What was exciting, too, is that they were kind of getting away from what maybe was the bread and butter of what you say a 49ers offense is as far as outside stretch zone. They were doing a lot more kind of toss in the backfield, get those linebackers and everybody stretching, but they're playing more to their strengths um, up front and that, that that play was kind of winding back towards the middle, which was allowing the offensive line to do more combination inside zone blocking, which I think is more of their strength as individual players right now. When you think about Banks, Brendel, you know, Burford, you know, we had Dan Brunskill come out there. You know, they're more of an in line kind of get these guys moving, take advantage of the linebackers over playing and you saw a lot of Jeff Wilson's runs were through the middle. I mean, they were that toss action in the backfield cut back inside. And there are also a lot of power schemes, which is what you don't think of when you think of Shanahan's offense. So I think that was encouraging to see that, you know, Shanahan, Chris first guys that are building the run game or identifying now through five weeks of the season. What are our guys strengths? What can they do really well? And what can we, Do to put them in the best position to be successful.
0: We always say that Kyle Shanahan's greatest strength as a play caller is identifying how defenses are going to play him and then attacking those rules, which results in big gains. And apparently, according to Joe, that's what they're doing, at least on the ground. In the passing game, however, especially on third down, Staley said he saw another adjustment that was pretty successful.
1: I was watching, you know, in this last game, they didn't make a concerned effort to go a lot of empty protection, um, which is really helpful for the quarterback because you get to see the defense and they have to declare, you know, especially if you're taking out, you know, whether it be check or Tevin and maybe Jeff Wilson every once in a while on third down, to see what the matchup is, and it, it really paints a picture, and Jimmy is really good once he knows in processing of where exactly he wants to go with the ball, and I think we talk a lot of times, just like you said, about what he's not. And he's not going to be the guy that has huge arm and make these huge plays downfield. But what he does a tremendous job of is throws the ball very quickly without his lower half being set. He has a great ability just to get that torque from his upper body and get rid of the ball quick. And you saw it even on that Tevin Coleman amazing catch in the sideline. You know, that was an all-out blitz. That was a zero blitz. He had a free rusher from the right. They were blitzing six. Jimmy backs up, throws off his back foot and just throws the ball up into single coverage. And, yes, Tevin made a great play, but, you know, it's also Jimmy's ability just to notice where to go with the ball, put it on a tight little lie uh, lie angle to the outside to get Tevin the ability to make that play, and, you know, I think we saw the best version of Jimmy. I feel like those are two very obvious
0: things that we can all watch this week against the Falcons. Number one, how often in the running game are they doing a toss play that ends up going up the middle And number two, how often do they go empty backfield on third downs to make the identification process easier for Jimmy Garoppolo? Keep in mind, they were 7 of 12 on third down last week against the Panthers. All seven of those conversions came through the air. They didn't gain a single third down conversion running the football. So maybe they found something there finally after a little while with Jimmy under center that really works. And if they can keep the chains moving on third down, that is going to make this offense so much more successful. And maybe more importantly, especially with all the injuries they have on that side of the ball, it's going to keep the defense off the field and give them more time to rest. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Wednesday, will the Niners try and trade for a cornerback now that Emmanuel Mosley is gone for the year? Matt Mayoke will address that in his latest mailbag column on NBCSportsBayArea.com. One thing to watch. I sat down with Mike Silver of the San Francisco Chronicle yesterday for an extended conversation about Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, and all about where the team is going this season. We touched on a lot of different things. I really can't wait for you to see. It's going to be up on YouTube later today on the Niners Nation YouTube page, or I will make it available to download as a special bonus podcast. One thing you may have missed, happy 61st birthday, Steve Young. That was yesterday. One of the best quarterbacks in the history of the 49ers. Now I know some of you may not have seen Steve Young play. So here's just a quick little bit of context for you. He won a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP two regular season MVPs and finished in the top five in that voting four times and Young didn't become the full-time starter until he was 31 years old. He led the league in touchdown passes four times and when he retired he had more touchdown runs by a quarterback than anyone else in the history of pro football. Too long didn't read version? Steve Young was a badass. That's a wrap on today's 49ers and 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Wednesday, everybody. Stay tuned for the Shanna Plan with Kyle Posey and Akash Anavarathan. I'm Rob Statz Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.